0: call us call us, Brennan Fraser and Bugs Bunny because we are back in action.
1: Call us uh Professor Screwball and the dinosaurs for because we are back a, a dinosaur's <laughs> tail.
0: Fuck. That was a good one. That was a reach, but I appreciate it.
1: Did you did you appreciate that deep pull?
0: Yeah, I was like the fuck is professor screwball
1: (laughs) where is he going with this
0: (laughs) professor screw eyes you fake fan
1: oh was it i hate that movie so like that's fine i don't know
0: if i i would go so far as to say i hate it but i definitely have um that's a deep dive topic for another day i think
1: yeah tyler likes that movie maybe tyler could come on and talk about it as well because i hate it they've been trying to get me to watch that movie for forever (laughs) all
0: right (sighs) back into it
1: are you doing the intro yeah cool
0: because i'm taking the lead that's the rule
1: that's the law
0: (laughs) hello everybody and welcome to best boys deep dive our passion project both literally wait yes that that's that's right no you got it yeah that was it yeah
1: damn you were doing really well for a sec i was like cool great good job never mind (laughs) you have (laughs) disappointed me (laughs)
0: You ruined it.
1: <laughs> you fucked up our entire podcast.
0: <laughs> it's, no, it's episode now one all over again. we can't do it anymore. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Best Boys Deep Dive, our passion project, both literally and figuratively. I'm your host, Jesse.
1: And I'm the other one. T- <laughs> now, who
0: fucked it up?
1: <laughs> blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> We're back. Do we do that for Deep Dive? Do we do, like, the other one?
0: Uh, we do, and I'm your co-host for this evening.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll just do my bit, and we can keep yours. Unless you want to just redo it.
0: No, let's go with it. Let's just keep going.
1: <laughs> I exist, and I'm here, too. My name's Leo. <laughs> let's just roll with it. <laughs>
0: Perfect. We're back, everybody. Um yeah. It was... It's been a bit. It was it was a very tumultuous time uh, behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, Jesse and I haven't even really spoken to each other that much in the past, like a couple of weeks since we've both been back in school and like pretty busy. So
0: we've we've been walking past each other in some supermarkets and giving each other a little bit of the stink eye. But I, I think we're past that now.
1: Yeah, we were very very angry with each other.
0: Yeah, there there was definitely a time where like Leo walked into the bathroom. And, like, saw that there was, like, a, a sheet of, like, cellophane over over the toilet. I was like, ah, oh, Jesse's trying to get me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jesse's trying to pull a stinky on me.
1: It's really funny because we live, like, 3,000 miles away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. Yeah, we've been, we've just been busy with school. Yeah. And, uh, I saved a file wrong, but in my doing that, Jesse just straight up deleted half of the audio, so... Yeah.
0: Look, You're my not getting computer, that episode. <laughs> my computer sucks. And uh, I needed to clear out some space so it could function. <laughs> and we could make in... more
1: episodes to, de- to delete later. <laughs> exactly. You know that meme that I made of like, it was like uh, Sniff looking guilty, and it was like Moomin and Moomin Papa looking at him, and it was like oh, yeah, Leo the... saving the files wrong, and it was like you and God looking at me disapprovingly. Yeah, I want to edit that and make it uh, Jesse straight up deleting the files as Sniff. Yeah, and then like me and God as Moomin and Moomin Papa, but I also want to make it with like the eye glare and like the radial blur, so it's a oh, lot more like violent looking. Yeah, very
0: good. Um. Also, uh, in, uh, in the interim since, uh, last we, uh, recorded, I've decided, I'm I'm making the, the motion that we have to retire the we only have one listener joke.
1: Ah, damn. I'm sure everyone is very disappointed about that.
0: Because, uh, we have more than one listener now. We have a grand total of three.
1: (laughs) Yay! That's not true. We have, we have a couple.
0: We have quite a few.
1: My friend in school wanted to know what our podcast was and I told her. I don't know if she's listened to it yet. I, I should ask. Yeah. But we may have another.
0: Ooh. But yeah. I uh, I I had some uh some 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 suggestions uh come in from my uh group of friends who uh are fans of the show. Cool. Uh including one that uh until very recently we were going to do this episode. Uh but we're saving that till next time because Leo jumped at the gun and said, hey, we're doing this now. And I was like, yeah, right, that works.
1: Yeah, I got very into, um, well, tangentially related. I got really into theme park videos, like videos yeah. like, def- like Defunct Land and, you know, YouTube channels where they talk about like old theme parks and roller coasters and whatever that's like, you know they failed or went out of business or, like, the rides were torn down or they were, like, left abandoned. I've been, like, watching a ton of Mm -hmm. that. Um,
0: Abandoned by Disney, abandoned by God.
1: Yeah, that's been my whole, that's been, like, the past couple of weeks for me is just, like, abandoned by God. Um, But there was another video that I watched. I believe it was Yesterworld Entertainment. Go check his stuff out. He's, like, pretty cool. Um, But he had a, like, a two-parter video about, like, abandoned animations and um, is it okay if I reveal what we're talking about because this yes. is kind of leading into it? Okay, so one of the videos was abandoned animations like TV shows or movies or whatever that never wound up being uh, produced or made. But they one of the segments that he talked about was uh, Kingdom of the Sun which was the original script for the Emperor's New Groove So we're gonna be talking about that today because mm-hmm. Jesse likes Emperor's New Groove and I watched the Sweatbox recently so we're gonna talk about that whole situation.
0: yeah uh, Emperor's New Groove is easily one of my favorite Disney movies uh, and, and just one of my favorite movies in general I've decided like I was watching yeah it, it's like good a while it's a back. very good movie It's really funny like it's aged like tremendously well uh it's very like well paced the comedy's really good the animation's like really good especially considering like the amount of time it was it was made in uh
1: how was the soundtrack do you um, remember that sticking out to you at all
0: not a whole lot okay um the the instrumental score uh didn't leave much of an impact and neither did the uh the lyrical songs of which there were like two maybe hmm. three did the
1: characters sing
0: uh there was one musical number and it was uh the tom jones one at the beginning and end okay and then and so... then sting has a song during the end credits
1: <clears throat> oh he does get his song okay yeah, i didn't it... know if sting was a part of it at all
0: yeah no he still uh performed the song my funny friend in me for the uh the end credits theme i think it was nominated for an oscar it's in my notes i took notes a very long time back uh gotcha so we'll uh, take it in order then yeah we'll take it in order uh this is a little um prelude thing this was from uh roger allers who was originally cited to direct kingdom of the sun which eventually would become the emperor's new groove uh quote kingdom of the sun was such a heartbreaking experience for me i put four years of my heart and energy into that one I was creating an epic picture, uh, mixing elements of adventure, comedy, romance, and mysticism. The head of Disney Features at the time was afraid that we were doing, in his opinion, too many films in the same vein. He was also uncomfortable with the uh, spiritual and cultural Inca aspects of it, hence he decided to make it a simple slapstick comedy. Would it have worked out if we had had more time? I would hope so, but one can never know these things.
1: That sucks. Yeah, people yeah. were very disappointed about the original script not being greenlit, because people, like, really were very passionate about this story.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Dr. the Matthew uh, Jacobs, who is a uh, who is the writer of the Doctor Who movie from the uh, 90s.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, which the one is, with the it, eighth Doctor, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: which is an interesting pull. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little uh, bit, but okay. And uh, The Lion King's uh, director, Roger Allers, uh, began working on Kingdom of the Sun uh, in 1994, uh, just right before uh, The Lion King went into theaters. Because uh, this has been talked about a lot. Uh, The Lion King was, very famously, uh, Disney's B team was working on it. Yeah, yeah. And the A team was working on the much more prestigious, uh, more this is gonna win an Oscar, uh, movie that they thought, uh, Pocahontas, which Uh, did not become the case, (laughs) it was very much the other way around.
1: (laughs) It didn't do well? I didn't realize that Pocahontas didn't do well originally.
0: Uh, it definitely didn't do as well as The Lion King, um.
1: Was there backlash? Oh, there,
0: there was, there was definitely backlash to Pocahontas. That's good. Yeah.
1: That's uh, good, because that movie is, like, kind of inexcusable, to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah there are some native americans who worked on it but they're also like kind of controversial for various reasons it's gotcha it's a whole thing
1: <laughs> that's a topic for another episode yeah
0: an episode yeah, that i really I'm...
1: liked pocahontas a lot as a kid so that kind of sucks but you know i'm not surprised
0: yeah i i don't think i ever i think i watched pocahontas like once when i was a kid and i was like yeah.
1: Oh, I really the, enjoyed it when I was younger.
0: I liked uh, the Disney movies that had a good blend of comedy and, like, you know, regular drama stuff.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I but like, wasn't very funny, I don't think.
0: And when when they did try to be funny, it was very, like, kind of, like, shoehorned in. Like, oh, we're gonna have the wacky hummingbird and raccoon uh yeah friends. it
1: was definitely like you know minions-esque where it's like okay here's the wacky like ha- animal side characters just to like yeah you know... here's the
0: funny animal characters for the for the kids to to laugh at yep um and fucking uh 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 what, what's her name grandmother willow or whatever yes had, had a line that was like my bark is worse than my bite or whatever yeah and like funny and it cuts to like two owls like Looking at each other like, man, that joke was lame. Like, they're giving yeah, that look funny. of, like, oh, you.
1: Oh, you. Oh, grandmother.
0: Um, either way, uh, so The Lion King was, uh... uh how do I put this? Really successful. You might have heard of it. Yeah, uh, you may
1: have heard of this little indie film called The Lion King. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it did pretty pretty good at considering, um... And uh, Roger Allers pitched uh, the movie to Disney, and they were like, uh, right after The Lion King came out, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you good. You'd go do that. You go make another Lion King for us, please, by all means. Yeah, Um, yeah. And Allers was given uh, full control over the story and casting decisions. And so the story goes as best I could figure, because... Uh, different sources told me different things about what the story was. I think it changed a lot during development. Um,
1: it sounds like it, from what I gathered.
0: Yeah. Um, the best I could figure it is, it's about a greedy emperor named Menko, uh, who's voiced by David Spade. Who meets a peasant named Pacha, voiced by Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs> that was so funny, the Bless fact you. that it was Owen Wilson. We were robbed. We were robbed.
0: You were robbed. <laughs> we were robbed of David Spade and Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs> I've seen, like, video of them recording in the yeah. studio, and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Owen Wilson's like, whoa, we could be twins. We look exactly the same. It's, like, really funny. <laughs> You're in this, like,
0: fucking California surfer dude.
1: He (laughs) does! Like, I know he's supposed to be this, like, sheep herder, like, very mild-mannered, sweet, like... Yeah. peasant man but he sounds like he should be like shredding gnarly waves he's like hey it's me i'm pacha he i'm gonna teach you like a has... life lesson he I'm sounds gonna gonna like he's gonna to... hit
0: that super cool gnar later with with his shaka bra and he's got like a shell puka necklace or whatever yeah
1: god he's like i'm gonna t- i'm gonna take you on a journey and teach you how to not be a shit bag it's me pacha <laughs> as voiced by owen wilson <laughs>
0: Uh, and yeah, they discovered that they look exactly the same. So they, uh, do a little Prince and the Popper switch. Uh, I was talking to someone a while ago and they didn't know what the Prince and the Popper was. So. interesting. I, I was surprised by that. Uh, so I guess if you don't know, it's, a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Prince and a Popper and they look exactly the same. So they trade places and they walk a mile in each other's shoes and they realize, oh, we're not so different. You and I or whatever.
1: Just watch Barbie's Princess and the Popper. It's the same thing and done better.
0: Yeah, or the the Mickey Mouse short. Oh hell the Prince yeah. Prince and the Popper. Either one. Mr. Um,
1: Michaelis Mouse. They used yeah. green screen on him in that movie, did you know? There's not actually two of them. Really? Yeah, they use green screen.
0: Huh. They, they did <laughs> just like uh Lindsay Lohan in the parent trap. Yeah,
1: it's just like Lindsay Lohan.
0: <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> that's just animated him you goon
1: yeah i know <laughs> no shit he's a cartoon do...
0: character you silly goose
1: i'm going to school for this obviously i know how animation works <laughs> leo's like i in have two year... on my home computer i know what i'm doing
0: leo's in his senior year of, of like uh
1: animation college. animation
0: college and he's like what the shit is this What's a cartoon? Yo, this is wild. Who
1: the fuck is Mickey Mouse? Why is he everywhere? Yo, this Bugs Bunny dude's funny. (laughs) I want to meet him. You ever heard of Chuck Jones? Dude's a legend.
0: Damn. How's he hanging out with Michael Jordan?
1: (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I don't know how cartoons work. (laughs)
0: Uh, The evil witch Yzma, voiced by Eartha Kitt. Uh, turns the best
1: ma- role, like yeah. the best part of that entire movie. The best part of both movies, as far mm-hmm. as I can tell.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that one, definitely. Uh, turns Mako into a non-talking llama. <clears throat> Although in some versions, I think he was a talking llama.
1: Oh, he didn't talk at first. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, in some drafts he didn't. He was just a normal llama. But I think in other drafts they were like, hey, let's make him talk. Or he has narration or something.
1: Oh, like an inner monologue that could yeah, be funny. Yeah, like
0: a uh, like spirit uh, stallion of the Cimmeranian.
1: Cimarron? I never fucking watched that movie. The Cinnamon Roll. I watched it once as a kid, but I wasn't a fucking Cinnamon horse Roll. girl, so like I didn't really <laughs> you get into a horse it. Horse girl? Yeah, I was not.
0: You weren't all about that Brian Adams soundtrack. <laughs>
1: No, I did not, uh, care about that movie very much at all, and I thought people that were really into horses were very weird, so, uh, yeah. no, I did not really partake in that movie as a You
0: drama. weren't all about that sexy Matt Damon horse.
1: <laughs> it was Matt Damon, wasn't it? That's so funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, uh, so, uh, Yzma also threatens Pacha, uh, to work for her, in, uh, so she can, uh, as part of her plans to destroy the sun, uh, because that's what's, like, keeping her old is the sun. Uh,
1: It's kind of a weak plot, I've gotta be real. Like, yeah. the whole destroying the sun thing seems like... There's literally, like, the whole, like, destroying the sun thing is literally, like, a humorous B-plot to a Phineas and Ferb episode. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the I, after I watched the, um the 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 sweatbox like it kind of occurred to me that the original may not have actually been that good like yeah it like th- with all that got changed over time like it seemed like it really wasn't that <laughs> fleshed out of a story and like you know we probably got the best version of it with the emperor's new groove and like i don't know but again like if they had more time i'm sure it would have been fine but there's yeah. just so many things about the original plot that i'm just kind of like not very impressed with
0: Yeah, I'll say, though, like, I wouldn't trade the Emperor's New Groove for Kingdom of the Sun. However, I would willingly walk into an alternate universe for, like, two hours so I could watch the Kingdom of the Sun, like, finished version.
1: I think that's fair. Just to see what it's like. There's, like, quite a bit of, um, like original test footage and, like, concept art and animation and stuff. I'm sure they have, they have, they had, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, like, maybe not fully rendered, but at least, like, animated. Like, the plot-wise was showcased in full. Mm -hmm. However, um, completely it was animated, I don't know. But there are, like, official snippets of it. I don't know if it exists, like, for the public to watch, but they do exist.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll get leaked online along the uh, along with the sweatbox.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it was on YouTube like last week when I watched it, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it's still there.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen the sweatbox uh, in several years. Uh, it wasn't on YouTube when I went to watch it, uh, and I found it on like some website uh, that I was given a link to by Disney, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, so it's totally legal. Don't don't at me. Uh, yeah, and. No fucking snitching. Uh, and uh, I I only made it like forty minutes in before the website crashed on my phone, and I was like, I'm not gonna look this up on my computer because my computer sucks and will die of a virus. So yeah. Um, in any event, uh, Pacha falls in love with Manko's uh, uh, betrothed, and Manko falls in love with a llama herder. And Tony winner, of uh, Hervey firestein was going to play, uh, Yzma's henchman, the classic character, Hukawa? Huaka? Hukawa? Oh, was he
1: the little stone idol thing? Yes. I think it was Huaka.
0: Huaka, okay. Um, I did not, uh, add in, like, a pronunciation guide, unfortunately. Uh. Um <laughs> Otherwise, that would have saved me a bit of embarrassment of not knowing, uh, how to say this person's name uh so it was going to be a musical romantic comedy with lion king-esque epic scope and animation um and there there's like some uh like leo said there's some like animation bits like uh storyboards and you know, uh animatics like have that have been leaked online over the years it looks pretty good like
1: it is pretty visually
0: cool. it's very visually like pretty good um
1: There was a side plot about, um, with, uh, Pacha falling in love with, uh, Manko's wife. I think they were actually married. I don't think they were betrothed. I think they were literally married. So she, like, knew this guy for, like, a couple of years and she hated him. She hated Manko because he was, like, you know, he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, Manko is, like, basically Cusco's character before he is fleshed out as one character rather than two split up characters. And Pacha becomes, like, you know, obviously john goodman but um yeah. the uh so from what i gathered like this the chick like falls in love with um Pacha because he's and, and she's like really confused because she's like why are you so nice all of a sudden like i knew you you're an asshole which honestly that seems very interesting that seems like a really good like subplot and that I that like, is an
0: interesting storyline especially for like a family disney movie
1: Yeah, like, she's known this dude as being, like, probably, like, maybe not in so many words, but, like, probably, like, an abusive husband, and then he's, like, suddenly nice and, like, very in love with her and shit, and that's, like, really confusing and weird, so, like, that was a really interesting thing that I, like, kind of wish made it into the, um, the original. There was one thing, also, that I noticed, or or that I I remember from the documentary was Chi-Chi, uh, Pacha's wife.
0: Mm -hmm. Was it Chi-Chi? Chicha.
1: Chicha, Chicha. Um, Chichi is Goku's wife. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice she kept pull. getting She kept getting, like, uh, written in and written out and killed off and, like, so many different times, and it made me, like, really realize just how shittily, like, female characters are treated when it comes to, like, writing movies. Like, yeah. this lady was killed off, like, so many times. And, like, the guy who was, um... I think it was the guy who was in charge of, like, the character design and, like, the animation manager for Yzma also worked on Chicha. And, like, he would have, like, execs come into his office, like, every other day or, like, every week and be, like, you know, good news, Chicha's back in the movie. And it's, like, bad news, Chicha's gone, like, she got written out. Or, like, oh, bad news, Chicha, like, got killed off. Or, like, oh, she's not gonna be in the movie as much. Or, like, no, she's she gonna be She got trampled in the movie. to death by llamas. Yeah, I guess. Or like, oh yeah, she's going to be in the movie way more, and then it's like, no, she's dead. Like, that sucks. Like, this poor dude was like, do I need to animate this character or not? Like, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Pocahontas and Hunchback both underperformed uh, <clears throat> during production. Excuse me, I just woke up. Um, and I, I just looked it up while uh, we were talking. Uh, Pocahontas, uh, roast um let's see uh 346.1 million against a 55 million dollar budget which is pretty good but also it got pretty big pushback from uh uh critics and also uh actual like native american people uh for its like artistic license and uh, i can
1: definitely definitely see that
0: yeah um
1: Because, like, Pocahontas was, like, ten, and, like, Mm -hmm. they made her all, like, old and sexy. Yeah. That's, like, really gross. They, like, really accentuated, like, her legs and shit. It was, like, ugh. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and, look, in 1995, getting, like, sexy, uh, you know, sexy, sexy Mel Gibson to voice, uh, you know, John Smith, who in real life was, like, you know, pudgy and gross or whatever,
1: yeah, like, and like a rapist and colonizer.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe doing that was like a good move in the nineties, but now it is not a very good move because Mel Gibson is a noted racist and bigot and misogynist.
1: <laughs> Yikes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um and Hunchback uh uh had a budget of a hundred million, so almost twice that of uh uh Pocahontas and it earned back three hundred and twenty five million, which is not it's not bad but it's not great neither uh and also like it also got a lot of uh pushback from uh various audiences and critics uh because of its like overwhelmingly dark tones (laughs) yeah (laughs) a a g-rated family disney film
1: (laughs) yeah and a lot of people like it for that reason oh
0: yeah like it's a very like artistic and interesting movie but also like It's also not very accurate to the um, Victor Hugo novel, Um, Mm. but also, like, you know, why would it be? It's a Disney movie, you know? Yeah,
1: honestly. I have not seen that movie in quite some time, but... Mm -hmm. I remember watching it. I don't know. Like I think that's that's fair to say when it comes to like yeah, this movie is really dark and like kind of scary and mature for young audiences. If you like don't know that that's what you're walking into and that's what you get, I can understand why people were kind of like eh about Especially it when because it first the came marketing
0: out. the marketing really played up like the the Festival of Fools and uh, like the gargoyles and the musical numbers. Like oh, it's oh, fun no. and it's wacky. It's a good time, you know. Uh <sighs> And there's, like, you know, a lot of Burger King tie-ins with, like, the toys and whatever. Like, look, it's it's the gargoyle and drag, isn't that fun? And then you walk into the movie, and one of the first lines spoken is, uh, this baby is a demon, and I'm sending it back to hell, or whatever. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> the film is considered to be one of Disney's darkest animated films, as its narrative explores such mature themes as infanticide, lust, damnation genocide and sin
1: <laughs> that is quite a She's bit for a disney moon. family friendly movie <laughs> it's so much that's so funny the concept of sin <laughs> <laughs> just sin exists in a
0: disney film what sin just exists in a disney film canonically
1: <laughs> yeah like god catholicism exists <laughs> Maybe not God, but Catholicism definitely exists.
0: Yeah, the belief in God. Yes. Trust me, there the no God exists if those gargoyles do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember people being like, I remember the gargoyles being played up quite a bit. When did that movie come out?
0: Uh, ninety six.
1: So that came out before I was born, but mm-hmm. um. There was, uh, I remember seeing, like, you know, VHS release, like, commercials for it, and they, I remember that. They played it being, they played it up as being, like, pretty wholesome and family-friendly even after it was released. Like, yeah. um, I definitely remember seeing those fucking gargoyles quite a bit, like, jumping around and, like, dancing and shit. So, uh, yeah, they seem to kind of cover their tracks a slight amount.
0: (laughs) Yeah, look, I, I went to a, uh a Baptist church, uh, for my preschool, um, and look, they did have, uh, in their toy selection for toys to play with, uh, they definitely only had Clopin, and, uh, the Gargoyles, and none of the other, uh, (laughs) none of the other, uh, characters, they didn't have an Esmeralda or a Quasimodo action figure, so yeah i'm sure they didn't have
1: fucking frollo no (laughs) mr hellfire himself
0: they didn't have fucking phoebus or whatever
1: yeah (laughs) phobus
0: but yeah so uh those movies underperformed critically and commercially uh so disney was worried of the production costs and the lack of humor in kingdom of the sun so they got that's uh,
1: fair honestly
0: yeah So they hired on the director of the movie Cats Don't Dance, uh, Mark Dindle, uh, to co-direct. In 1997, Allers hires on Sting, of Sting and the Police, uh, to write eight songs for the film.
1: Mr. Sting. Honestly, they played some of the songs in uh, The Sweatbox. They're not that good. Like, they (laughs) don't... Like, Sting was, like, really talking about how he's, like, this is my magnum opus. I'm putting forth, like, so much effort into this Disney movie, and they're changing the story, and it's, like, really conflicting with my artistic sensibilities, blah, blah, blah. He was, like, he, like, whined his way through his, like, entire, like, this this entire documentary that I watched was just him complaining about Disney rewriting the movie and it not matching his songs, Mm -hmm. and, like, they would play some of it, and they were so, like, a lot of them...
0: The opening song was just, I love llamas, or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's, like, there's one song where he says the word llama, like, a billion times. And, like, yeah, I know that that, like, happens in the movie. But he's like, yeah, I'm writing, like... Really good shit, and it's like la 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 Like, okay, dude. Like, cool.
0: I will say, like, uh, they. really do He some seemed of kind the... of
1: up his own ass about the entire thing. He was. Oh, like,
0: Sting! Yah. Sting is known for being up his own ass about everything. So.
1: Yeah, I am not like super familiar with Sting as a musical artist or as a person. The most I really mm-hmm. know about him is from the courtroom scene in B Movie. So, um. Yeah, I oh didn't really God, know much about him. I forgot he was
0: in B movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like the only reason I know who he is.
0: <laughs> Sting uh from what I know of him is uh if you, if you don't know who Sting is, uh if you've ever heard Every Breath You Take or Don't Stand So Close to Me, uh that's him. Uh or or Which if you ever heard good songs. Yeah, or if you ever heard the song uh, Money for Nothing uh by uh Dire Straits, he's the guy in the background singing. so that's that's him uh he's like really known for being like a really arrogant like up his own ass like i'm an i'm not a musician i'm an artist and like i do all these great activist things i stand up for indigenous peoples and i do this and I, i raise money for charity and he's just like so fucking arrogant about it
1: like, if you um, really were doing those things to, like, be a good person, you wouldn't, like, brag about it all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, like, uh, spoilers, I guess, for The Good Place. Uh, he's, he's basically Tahani. Like, like, yeah, you do good charity work, but it's, it's literally just so you can, like, make a name for yourself and get Yeah, like, feel good about and, yourself like, for show being off like, that, like, you're a great, amazing person.
1: Yeah, you want to be, like, a good person TM rather than just a good person. Yeah. Um... But, I don't know, there was, like, other songs that um, uh played.
0: Snuff Out the Light, uh, Yzma's song, uh, which was released on the actual Emperor's New Groove soundtrack, is pretty good, I think.
1: Yes, I like that one quite a bit. Watching videos of Eartha Kitt's performance, like, literally oh, gives yeah. me chills. She looks like she's having so much fun. It's yeah, really Eartha cool. Yeah, Eartha Kitt's
0: so good as The Yzma. fact
1: that she loves Yzma so much is very cool. I'm, like, very yeah. glad that she likes that role she liked the other version better she was like the the, the video that i the the interview that i saw where she was like the Isma that was written for like this other movie was so much more profound like she mm-hmm. she had more of like a driving motivation a selfish personal motivation rather than just like oh i want to like rule the kingdom which is like super basic and not very like I don't know. It's very, like, hackneyed, like, people have done it before, like, there's always the villain that wants to take over the kingdom, or the world, or whatever, but, um, I was very intrigued by Yzma's, like, vanity and, like, desire for eternal youth and stuff, I thought that that was, like, a very cool- angle for her character and i kind of wish it was kept in a little bit more you and i talked about this where she is like pretty vain and very self-centered but not necessarily when it comes to physical beauty and like youth as she was in a uh, kingdom of the sun so like i don't know i just thought that mm-hmm. was a really interesting part of her personality and i kind of wish that it was kept
0: yeah this is interesting i'm looking at the wikipedia article for uh uh in uh For Yzma in uh, the list of Emperor's New Groove characters. And it it notes that uh, she shares many of Kuzco's like really negative traits. Like his arrogance, his unreliability, his narcissism. It's just like in a different kind of way. It's like,
1: oh, that's interesting. She's like a Um, foil, but like worse.
0: (laughs) yeah. She also has uh, two twin nephews named Zim and Zam, who are voiced by Cole and Dylan Sprouse.
1: <laughs> that's very funny. Was that in the fucking Emperor's New School?
0: Yeah, uh, the uh, the TV series, uh, The Emperor's New School. Um,
1: Which was go- good. I remember watching it and liking it's it. It's really good.
0: Kid. I watched it. it uh, I watched an episode like pretty recently. It holds up pretty well. Like, it's actually pretty funny. That's good. Um, But that's eight story for another day uh sting's wife uh trudy styler uh is a documentary filmmaker uh the, he uh signed on to the movie on the bravado that trudy would be able to uh do a behind the scenes like making of documentary
1: Ooh, uh, okay so,
0: so she documents the filmmaking process uh and directed the documentary that would eventually become uh the sweat box yes um, so, summer 1998. This is where we're at now. Uh, we are two years out from its, uh, summer 2000 release, and there's no way it's gonna meet that release. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, like, very, like, it's very far, not far in production. Uh, it's not, it's not coming along as quickly as it should. Uh, studio executives, uh, there was a studio executive who angrily, uh, ran into the office of producer Randy Fulmer, uh, and put his thumb and forefinger a quarter inch apart and said, your film is this close to being shut down.
1: (laughs) Eee. Like,
0: just that's really aggressive and holy
1: fuck dude calm down yeah <laughs>
0: jesus people
1: are trying to write a cool story to make people happy like chill yeah. out
0: your film is this close to being shut down
1: <laughs> i'm gonna absolutely i'm gonna your family is this close to being wiped off the planet. like chill out dude fucking like...
0: walter disney himself walks into your office and is just like you're <sniffs> this close to getting your ass kicked you're out you're about to be canned
1: sunny boy like calm down dude <laughs> it's a movie
0: So Randy Fulmer goes to Allers and tells him that the movie has to be out in summer 2000 so it can meet tie-ins with Coca-Cola and McDonald's.
1: Oh Uh, yeah, their thing like ended at the end of 2000 because there was more push for like healthy eating, and Disney mm -hmm. was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be uh, in cahoots with McDonald's anymore, (laughs) so they shut that down. Yeah, but
0: they were, uh, they did have, uh, tie-ins with Coca-Cola and McDonald's earlier in production, and that's why they were really pushing for this summer 2000 release. Mm -hmm. So, Allers asks, uh, for an extension, like, hey, can we delay the release date for, like, a bit longer? And Fulmer says, no, we can't. And Allers says, okay, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight up. Uh, so, Fulmer and Dindal, uh, now had two weeks to salvage the film uh before disney can production so they had to like just pull something together to like to like make it uh to make it something that could work and they could churn out in like just less than two years
1: man that's so depressing Um,
0: yeah they quickly scrap uh script uh and dindal comes back uh with an outline for a road trip buddy comedy with Pacha now being a f- folksy old fat guy. Uh, that's the description.
1: <laughs> hmm. uh,
0: and Yzma having a big dumb sidekick. Oh, yeah. Menko was renamed Kuzco. Uh This is from the Wikipedia article. I don't know how true this is. Is Menko... this the pussy
1: thing? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah! Uh, Menko... <laughs> Menko was renamed to Kuzco uh, because uh, Menko in Japanese translates to cunt. Uh, they were like, well, we can't have that when we release this overseas. So, So,
1: the, um, I saw there was, like, a clip of an interview with David Spade when he was, and he was, like, being asked about it. Oh, that's why.
0: That's so funny. (laughs) I want to see this interview.
1: He was like, um, you know, they, uh, I don't know if this is, like, oh, no, he was like, yeah, apparently manko in Japanese means, a uh, pussy, but, uh, that wasn't what bothered them. Apparently, it also means bad movie in Turkish. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I don't know if that's, that's so real. Good. I don't know if that's true, but that was, like, from an interview with David Spade. I don't, I think he Fuck. was even like, I don't know why necessarily, but these are two reasons.
0: Turkish for bad movie. That's that so funny. funny. That's oh like, my god.
1: Um... How wild.
0: Uh, so the... The film was delayed, uh, to a, uh, Christmas 2000 release. Uh, so they moved, uh, the, uh, CG animated movie Dinosaur, uh, to be released in the summer. Uh, I... Th- I don't remember the movie Dinosaur very, very much. I remember thinking what,
1: it was, like, terrifying. I, I thought it looked What really little I scary. do remember,
0: I remember thinking oh, this looks like dog shit. Like, even as a kid, I was like, oh, this is ugly and horrifying.
1: (laughs) Like, oh, this sucks, actually.
0: I, look, I swallowed uh, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius the movie and uh, hoodwinked, like, totally willingly whole. But I did not for a second think that Dinosaur was a good-looking movie.
1: That's fair. (laughs)
0: Like, woof. Uh, Sting's songs were all dropped.
1: Uh, (laughs) and he was really really butthurt about it
0: he was real butthurt about it here's the quote at first i was angry and perturbed then i wanted perturbed
1: shut up dude
0: Then i wanted some vengeance
1: (laughs) oh my god and
0: i i read that line and i was like where's this gonna go i thought this was building up to something that he was going to do but such he's did like, not happen. And I was a little gonna...
1: disappointed
0: that Sting didn't get his ultimate revenge on the Disney company.
1: Yeah, he didn't, like, just straight up kill somebody. He didn't <laughs> he straight, straight up did just, put like... put in my songs.
0: He didn't walk out of, like, a uh, Disney World secret base holding Walt's head <laughs> and yeah, being, like... God, he just
1: stole it. Put, put my, my songs, songs back in the, the movie, you cock Put my songs
0: back in the movie or the old man gets it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again
0: uh three songs were included uh on the film soundtrack uh but not in the film proper i forgot what those songs are
1: let me look them up probably snuff out the light and like oh the sting ones okay never mind
0: yeah um fuck okay there isn't uh the soundtrack uh does not have a wikipedia article so now i have to
1: look it up on spotify stalling fantastic for, stalling for time how, how long have we been recording for Uh, forty-two minutes. So oh, hmm. we're
0: turning through this pretty quick. Uh, let's see. There's a uh, let's see. We have a song on here called "One Day She'll Love Me." Uh, that was a sting song. Uh, the song "My Funny Friend and Me," which was uh included in the end credits. That was like Uh, the
1: main one, right?
0: Yeah, it's like the main theme from the movie. I think, Uh, which is not very good in my opinion uh, Snuff Out the Light and a song called Walk the Llama Llama as performed by Rascal Flats.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) I can't believe I haven't heard that song.
0: Walk the Llama Llama. Damn. (laughs) That sure is something.
1: It sure Um, is. Uh,
0: let's see, going back here, uh, Perfect World, uh, was, uh, written pretty quickly for the uh film's soundtrack as like a big opening bombastic musical number and uh they offered it to sting so he could sing it and sting said no you should get someone younger and hipper so they got tom jones who was 11 years older than sting
1: older huh okay
0: (laughs) yeah they went with fucking tom jones you know that young and hip character (laughs) fucking tom jones yeah
1: yeah you're like all right all right we got it uh
0: my funny friend and me was written and performed by sting for the credits um february 2000 uh the film was announced as the emperor's new groove uh an homage to the story the emperor's new clothes uh where in which the emperor goes around you know Uh, his place, and everyone's like, Aw, sir, I really like your outfit. Spot on. It's very stellar. And he's like, thanks. And then at the end it's revealed that he's butt-ass naked.
1: Yup. Fantastic Uh, movie. Or fantastic story. Very funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's interesting that the movie is is, uh, uh, named after the Emperor's New Clothes, uh, because the plot is more similar to uh, the story of the Golden Ass.
1: Which oh I've never god. heard of. I think I've, on- I've heard of it.
0: I've only ever heard of the golden ass in like a a Skook's YouTube poop.
1: Oh my god!
0: So I don't know what the story of the golden ass is, but I'm I'm guessing it's uh someone turns into a donkey to learn a lesson.
1: Yeah, that does sound. I oh, mean, it's they the only.
0: It's the only ancient Roman novel in Latin to survive in its entirety. That's interesting.
1: That is interesting. Oh, I think I remember that. I think we talked about that in my uh, classics class, like, last year.
0: Yeah, uh... The plot revolves around the protagonist's curiosity and insatiable desire to see and practice magic. While trying to perform a spell uh, to transform into a vulture, he is accidentally transformed into an ass. Uh... This leads to a long journey, literal and metaphorical, filled with, uh, inset tales. He finally finds salvation through the intervention of the goddess Isis, uh, whose cult he joins. Interesting. That is interesting. Huh. Um, yeah. That, that sure is something. Yeah, Uh, it sure is. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the original ending of The Emperor's New Groove, uh, was going to see that, um uh Kuzco would destroy a rainforest uh to build Topia instead of pacha's village uh and would invite pacha and his family over uh sting was not very happy with this uh and he he said uh i wrote them a letter and said you do this i'm resigning because this is exactly the opposite of what i stand for I've spent 20 years trying to defend the rights of indigenous people, and you're just marching over them to build a theme park. I will not be party to this. Uh, so they did change it uh, to he just built a little shack next to Pacha's house, mm. which I think is actually uh, like a more fitting ending for Cusco. anyway.
1: No, I agree. I completely agree. I honestly think Stang was kind of in the right here. And yeah, from, like, from- not
0: not just for, like, the, you know, destroying a rainforest part, but also because, like, uh... Like, it, it's more fitting for, like, his arc as, like, a character. Like, it would be weird if, like, hey, I learned to not be a selfish asshole, and then he tears down a rainforest to build a theme park for himself.
1: Yeah, like, anyway, that does not seem like anything was accomplished, like, character-wise. I think that was a good yeah. Call, to be honest. Him
0: building a little a little tiny house next to his old peasant friend's house, you know, that shows that he's learned humility like that's yeah, way better
1: that's like kind of sweet honestly that's a very good yeah. like, way of ending he's living the story. next door to his friend yeah that's he's nice. like i don't need i don't need this whole thing for myself i just need a place to hang out with people i care about like that's very very nice good job yeah
0: um so the film came out christmas of uh of 2000 uh and it uh well, it didn't do great. Uh, it opened the same weekend as uh, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. The Grinch. Uh, and in its first weekend in the US, it made... Uh, the Grinch made $55 million in its first week. And The Emperor's New Groove made $9 million in its first week.
1: Yikes. Yeah, that sucks. I bet the people uh, like, who were a part of this were just, like, so fucking disappointed that nobody liked it.
0: Yeah. Well, the critics loved it. Uh, Like, it wasn't... A- It was a pretty, like, critical darling. Like, most critics, like, think it's really funny, and, like, it was, like, really good, like, at the time. That's good. Uh, Yeah. It doesn't, um, this is interesting, I just realized this, it doesn't constitute, uh, like, a movie by the standards of the Academy of uh, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. What? Yeah, because, uh, to be a, like, a motion picture, to be nominated for, like, Best Picture, uh in the movie needs to be at least 80 minutes long and the emperor's new groove is 77 minutes long
1: whoa i didn't know that that's weird
0: yeah uh against a a budget of 100 million dollars and probably more considering all of the reshuffling behind the scenes and marketing and whatever it grossed 169 nice 0. 0.3 million uh that's not good
1: yeah that's not very really good
0: you only made $69 million. Uh, it's not Still good. Still more money
1: than I will ever see in my entire life. Oh, but like, for you know, sure.
0: But, like, man, a... that's
1: nothing. Fuck that. Disney really bungled it this time. <laughs> $69 really million. Dollars. That's chump <laughs> <Yes>. change. Like, <laughs> Some fucking pennies in the pocket. Yeah, that's nothing.
0: God uh this was among other critical and box office disappointments from Disney at the same era. Uh we've talked about this before in the um uh in the uh Aren't episode. Yes. Uh Fantasia 2000, Dinosaur, Atlantis the Lost Em uh the- I re- <laughs> I wrote it down as Atlantis the Lost Atlantis.
1: <laughs> oh good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, Just in planet. case you
1: weren't sure
0: treasure planet brother bear and home on the range uh all underperformed critically and commercially uh leland stitch was the only uh critical and commercial darling uh from that era yeah it was nominated for just uh one oscar uh for the song my funny friend in me uh which is honestly not a great song
1: <laughs> that's funny. like
0: it's 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 kind of out of place uh, in really? The Emperor's New Groove. Because it's like a very, like, you know, it's a funny comedy movie. And it ends, you know, with uh, the Tom Jones reprise. And then it, it this soft piano ballad <laughs> about friendship. And, like, my funny friend and me. Like, just comes in, like, all somber o- over the David Spade, John Goodman credits. Like, huh. all right all right sting all right um it was nominated for just that academy award and it lost uh to the song things have changed uh by bob dylan uh from the soundtrack to the movie wonder boys which Hmm. i've never heard of me neither uh it's apparently a michael douglas movie all right
1: cool Um, i guess
0: (laughs) yeah uh and as for the sweat box um The uh, version of the movie that was Disney-approved was given a uh, brief premiere in uh, 2002 and then was never officially released to the public uh, in the past, Uh, how long has it been, 17 years
1: since 2002? Yes, that sounds right.
0: Yeah, uh, it's been leaked online a couple times uh, over the past uh, few years in That's particular how I watched it yeah yeah uh it's on youtube uh currently Question
1: maybe mark? not by the time this goes up to be honest yeah
0: as of recording this it's on youtube but yeah. that might not last so <laughs> yeah. get in while you
1: can yeah that may not um, be the case by the time this video goes up so uh check it out if you can but you yeah know, don't give your fucking computer a virus just for fun <laughs> yeah
0: just as a disney prank.
1: is not worth that
0: no uh, despite its commercial failings, uh, uh, it was really well received by critics and audiences who did see it. Uh, and it was given a direct-to-DVD sequel in the form of Kronk's New Groove.
1: Which I uh, actually watched more than the original movie.
0: <laughs> that is very interesting and a little sad, I gotta say. You don't <laughs> like I, Kronk's
1: New Groove, do, do you? I've you recently, it recently seen Kronk's
0: New Groove. It's not great. <laughs> it doesn't hold up very well at all, I would say. Quartz
1: cork's new groove
0: i think that deserves its own deep dive as does the uh the series uh the emperor's new school
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: which uh kuzco goes to high school
1: (laughs) yep he sure does
0: (laughs) so you can maintain being an emperor but yzma is the principal
1: (laughs) it's it's pretty dumb but i enjoy it I, i remember enjoying it quite a bit when i was younger
0: yeah. Also, I never, I never really got around to mentioning. Uh, John Goodman was recast uh, as Pacha, and uh, Patrick Warburton joined the cast as Kronk.
1: Yeah, Kronk uh, wasn't even in the original movie, which is crazy, yeah, he was Cronk originally is, like, possibly one of the best parts of the that entire movie slash franchise.
0: Oh, totally. Like, like Patrick Warburton's performance, like that, that really dry, you know, like Kronk voice is so like so
1: distinct
0: and iconic.
1: He's very funny. Like, watching videos of him voice so prom, funny. Like, he's just, like, in hilarious. a t-shirt and sweats, but it looks like he's having the time of his fucking life. It's, like, really funny. Yeah.
0: I was watching a, a video that went around on Twitter a bit ago of, like, uh, Patrick Warburton reacts to uh, uh, Patrick Warburton impressionists or oh, whatever. No. And it was, like, you know, videos of people doing, like, uh, you know, like, um, Dragon Ball Z abridged style dubs or whatever of anime. Okay, um, that's pretty funny. And some funny. characters were given, like, Patrick Warburton-style voices. And he would laugh at all of them and just be like, well, this is a great impression. And I really... Like, he has actually a very quiet voice.
1: Aw, that's so nice. <laughs> like,
0: he just goes like, this is a very good impression. And it, it's, it's really nice. And it's, you know, it's a total blessing to, like, you know, have people who want to impersonate you in the first place. And it's like,
1: oh, that's nice. Yeah, like, he, I'm glad ex- he's cool about it. That's nice. I was
0: expecting him to be like, this is pretty good... I would say that he needs to work on this. I was expecting him to do that, but he was just like, this is really good. Yeah, it's he's not, like, y'all. hell yeah, like, dude. It's really <laughs> nice. He seems like a very pleasant man.
1: Yeah, I hope he There's like- an
0: interview of him on Larry King of all goddamn places. Wait, what? There's a Larry King interview with uh with Patrick Warburton. Hmm.
1: <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs>
0: It's a lot of it ta- A lot of it is them talking about God, which is. Oh my weird. God! Really? That's funny. <laughs> I think Patrick Warburton is religious. Huh. It's surprising. Clark um, so, believes uh, in God. Yeah, there's some. Uh, we got some IMDb fun facts. Uh, we haven't been recording for very long, so that's. I guess I'm gonna have to bust out a segment or something. Uh, I don't mind
1: it being a shorter episode. That's fine.
0: I want it to be an hour and a half. I feel like that needs to meet our standards.
1: I mean, we could talk about other shit. We could yeah, have, we like, could. a mini Best Boys and talk about some shit from school.
0: That's true, yeah, yeah, um, We could edit that uh, part out. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, the uh, first Disney movie to show a pregnant woman. Uh, yeah,
1: I remember that!
0: Because Chicha uh, is pregnant uh, for most of the movie. Um, and yeah, that, that's never happened before. I think Hercules or Tarzan, one of those uh, was the first male disney character to have nipples yeah that's and I funny think i think the, i remember that yeah the actor uh for that character is like really into it he was like yeah i actually like was the voice first disney uh male to have nipples <laughs> like it was really funny
1: that is really funny like, i feel like because i would if you look that at, like too i'd be like that's neat okay
0: yeah because if you look at aladdin or gaston or anyone else like they all like have they're just sanded off. Like, yeah, they just they're like don't anime exist. boys. It's weird. They just have like little pasties over them or whatever.
1: Yeah, God.
0: Um uh there's a, a candlestick that uh Kronk lights at the dinner scene, uh, when they're about to poison Cusco. Uh and the candlestick is modeled after the character of uh, Huaca from the original draft of Kingdom of the Sun.
1: Oh, I think I remember that. That sounds Which is interesting because
0: Kronk kind of uh, replaced Huaca, uh, so that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that that's is funny little, He kind of did.
1: Little, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, to, uh, Kronk is like keep... way funnier of a character than Huaca. He was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, to keep the team together during the various production hiatuses, uh, animator Eric Goldberg, uh, got the animation crew to work on Rhapsody in Blue, which was featured in Fantasia 2000.
1: Wait, his name was Eric Goldberg? Yeah. That's, like, literally the name of my old therapist. That's really funny. Was <laughs>
0: <laughs> is your, is your, uh, old therapist the director of Rhapsody in Blue from Fantasia 2000?
1: <laughs> I don't believe so, but I- probably could hit him up if i really wanted to just be
0: like hey um did you work on the emperor's new (laughs) groove
1: hey uh are you like cool and you didn't tell me
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you fucking rad as hell
1: yeah are you like a dope like creator
0: (laughs) uh kuzco is the second of disney's uh indigenous american protagonists um which is interesting. They've had more Indigenous American uh, main characters than they have uh, African American characters.
1: That is interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know what to say about that, but uh, it's something I, I that's noteworthy. Um, An-
1: anti-blackness is a very specific type of racism. So, like that's eh, true. Yeah, yeah. That is like, um, worth mentioning.
0: Yeah. Um, Pocahontas is uh, Powhatan, obviously. Cusco is Incan. Uh, Lilo is a Native Hawaiian. Kenai from Brother Bear is Inuit, and Moana is uh, a part of an unspecified Polynesian race. Yes. Just sort of a, an amalgamation of different Polynesian uh, cultures, like Maori and uh, Hawaiian and just sort of whatever.
1: I believe um, this has been mentioned before, but uh, Bionicle... Um,
0: Bionicle?
1: <laughs> Bionicle so uh, all right, it, let's
0: see where this is going.
1: So uh Mata Nui is a thing in Bionicle they they use like a lot of like I don't know they they use a lot of like what seems to be Polynesian like naming conventions when it comes to like their spiritual shit. And I believe recently it was called out for being like kind of not cool, which like yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Mm. So, the whole, like, I am Moana of Mata thing, like, the first time I heard that, I was like, Bionicle? (laughs) What? (laughs)
0: That's so interesting. I, like, I never watched, uh, um, Bionicle, those movies when I was a kid. I would see commercials for them, like, before watching, like, uh, other movies.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um... I remember there was a commercial for either the toy line or the, one of the movies that featured uh, Move Along by the All-American Rejects. That
1: just is the Bionicle song. Like, ask anyone. And that's the Bionicle song.
0: S- swear to God, whenever I hear the song uh, Move Along by All-American Rejects, that's the only thing I think of is that goddamn Bionicle commercial.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too.
0: And I, I think that's, like, most, like, Gen Z, like, uh... <laughs> this is just, like, the consensus is that, like, it just shows up. Like, you think of it, and it just, that's Bionicle.
1: Yeah, that's the Bionicle song. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, commercials for, Lego like, a Bionicle's uh, Inika toy sets. Which is a little close to Inka,
1: if you ask me. Hmm. 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 Bionicle is racist, question mark? <laughs> God. It was also
0: played <coughs> It was also played at President Barack Obama's Grant Park rally in two thousand and eight.
1: What? The Bionicle song? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Obama himself sang the oh, the sang the Bionicle song. <laughs>
0: Fuck could you imagine just I'd never gotta keep its time. Move along,
1: move along. Like I know you will. <laughs> My fellow Americans, uh I don't know the
0: song. <laughs> my, my fellow Americans, uh, Bionicle.
1: Uh, Bionicle.
0: And please help me in in welcoming uh, the all American rejects <laughs>
1: <laughs> for hosting this uh Bionicle convention.
0: <laughs> God Jesus.
1: Obama's a really big Bionicles fan. He just never oh, told yeah, anybody. Oh
0: yeah, he's he's really into like uh emo pop punk from like the mid two thousands. Oh yeah. He's all about like. Oh, man, I can't get enough of that follow-up boy.
1: It took, like, every ounce <laughs> of, um, like, uh, Congress doing its thing to keep, um, Obama from signing an ex- executive order forcing MCR to get back together. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you liked that. <laughs> Something about like Obama
0: walking into Congress and saying, "Thank you." I want to bring something to your attention today? My comical romance is broken up, and uh, we need to get back together for the American people.
1: <laughs> that could not happen for the good <laughs> yeah, this, of the American is, public.
0: This is not. This is a very untoward thing to have happened to a uh, greater part of America.
1: Therefore, I propose that
0: I propose. <laughs> They get back together. Gerard Weird. Way, Mikey Way, Bob Byer, Byer James Dewees. Are you uh,
1: googling the members?
0: Ray Toro, Matt here.
1: Hey, hey, Jesse. Are you googling the members of MCR?
0: <laughs> Frank Iroh. You all Frank- need to get back together. We're going Frank- another album.
1: Frank Iero. I don't uh, know how to pronounce them. <laughs> frank
0: uh yeah
1: <laughs> mr frank
0: this is, this is so goddamn funny this is this is the best bit that we've ever done i think
1: i don't know if that's true
0: <laughs> look uh, after the release of uh the mad gear and the missile kid uh 2010 uh, they haven't released uh, any original work since
1: jesse you don't and, know uh, jack shit about my comical <laughs> moments i don't want to fucking hear never... you like spout off these facts (laughs) as if you know literally anything about mcr you and i both hate mcr like you and i both like hate mcr
0: i've never listened to them
1: exactly if you haven't listened to mcr by by like mcr stan like logic you hate mcr so like don't pretend like you know anything about this van when you and i both know that you don't (laughs)
0: I literally have learned more about uh, MCR in the past, like two minutes doing the stupid Barack Obama bit, than I have in like the past entire life.
1: The only thing. Like, I never got into MCR when I was in middle school. I had a friend that showed it to me when I was, like, 12 or 13, and I was like, oh, man, these guys suck. And that was, like, (laughs) 13 was, like, the year that you were supposed to get into MCR, and I was like, yeah, these guys are garbage. They keep screaming. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) They only released uh, five minutes and 48 seconds of material, that's not enough.
1: Five minutes?
0: (laughs) Yeah, the EP is literally five minutes long. Uh, The Mad Gear and the Missile Kid was literally only five and a half minutes long, uh, containing three songs, uh, FTWWW, uh, which was two and a half minutes, Masters of uh, Ravencroft, which was a minute and 45, and uh, Black Dragon Fighting Society, which was a minute and a half. That's not enough. We need more. I need more.
1: (laughs) The American people need more. (laughs)
0: By which I mean, I need more. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm an American uh, people. <laughs> I won't be able to help the American people. If, uh... If I... If I can't... If, if I don't get my MCR. If I don't get my kick. Uh, but then again, that <laughs> <they didn't laughs> that was not
1: supposed to make noise. what was i um i'm snapchatting my friend and i like took a picture of my like setup for podcasting because i sent her a selfie earlier with like my mic right in front of my face and she was like oh Mm -hmm. neat you have like a cool like big old mic and i was gonna send a picture of like my laptop and microphone and like my tablet and everything and be like rate my setup but apparently the sound on my phone was on so my 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 microphone just got a nice like kachink like cool camera noise from snapchat
0: (laughs) Incredible.
1: Sorry, listeners. <laughs> oh, also, uh, for anybody that uh, hates me now because I don't like MCR, uh, I don't really care. Um.
0: <laughs> Please forward all of your complaints uh, to uh, leo at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, me at g- gmail.com.
0: Whoever owns the email address of leo at g- gmail.com <laughs> is in for, for a real shit storm because yeah. of the shit you caused.
1: So, we've been recording for an hour and seven minutes. What do we want to do currently?
0: Jesse has a problem of buying Blu-rays. Oh, shit. What has she bought recently? Oh, shit. We're back. <laughs> we're back with it. We're back with um, a
1: dinosaur's tail.
0: We're back with a dinosaur's tail. This is actually going to be a really quick one because uh, I've only bought one Blu-ray. Wait, that's not true. I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I forgot that I. Where did I, I put this? Where did I put this shit? I need this right now. What I do with it. It's under this map of clothes. I don't know what I did with it. There it is. I
1: did it. Cool. What did you get on Blu-ray?
0: So, uh, this is the segment uh, Jessica's problem buying Blu-ray is what she bought recently. It's Jesse's Blu-ray Blast. Um so, look, I've I, uh, been on a little hiatus, haven't, haven't bought many Blu-rays, but I have bought a one and a half.
1: One and a half.
0: I'll explain. So, there's one Blu-ray and one not Blu-ray, but it is tangentially Blu-ray, I feel.
1: Half Blu-ray. A single, a regular DVD is half of a Blu-ray.
0: It is actually a regular DVD.
1: <laughs> In Jesse's mind, it's half a Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not as good as a regular Blu-ray, but it'll do. Um, look, so, um, should I go with the Blu-ray or the DVD first?
1: Uh, let's build up to the Blu-ray. Go with the DVD.
0: It's true. So, um, I got, uh, I was at Best, I was at uh, Books A Million, BAM. BAM. Uh, BAM, if and... you will. I was looking around in the uh, used DVD and uh, Blu ray sections looking for something cheap and stupid I could buy. Cool. I got something cheap and stupid, alright. Woo! I got a scary movie for Unrated and a superhero movie, uh, Double Feature.
1: Ooh, that is actually worth half of a DVD. I've changed my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is, uh. The, uh, the Scary Movie for uh, uh, promises, uh, it's unrated and uncensored. Over two hours of hilarious bloopers, outtakes, deleted scenes, and more.
1: Ooh, more?
0: Yeah. Um, I can't
1: wait. Oh, shit.
0: Sean Edwards of Fox TV says it's the best scary movie yet. I very briefly saw this, like, half asleep at, like, um... An abusive friend's, uh, house when I was, like, uh, 12. (laughs) That sucks. So, I barely remember it, but I remember thinking it was, like, a little funny, but also not funny enough.
1: Yeah. Uh. That's how it is when I watch, like, any movie. Like, whenever I watch any comedy movie, I'm like, this isn't that funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it features an avalanche of hysterical celebrity cameos, including Carmen Electra charlie and sheen
1: avalanche what a weird way of putting that
0: carmen Electra, charlie sheen shaquille o'neal Lil john and dr phil
1: oh my god i feel like i remember and, that
0: and here's the thing if you look at the dvd cover
1: is he on it oh my god i can see him
0: he's right there in between jigsaw and shack
1: <laughs> that's so funny how did they get him to agree to that
0: I don't know. I was like yo yeah, okay. to agree to this.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll be in your movie. Whatever.
0: That <laughs> you know what they did? They walked up to Doctor Phil and they said, "You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm gonna kill you." Be in our <laughs> movie. Be, be in Scary Movie Four.
1: <laughs> he's like, "Well, I guess I have to."
0: <laughs> and superhero movie, for some reason, stars Drake Bell.
1: I remember as, that.
0: Yeah, as uh the superhero the Dragonfly, which is a parody of uh uh spider-man it's mostly a parody of marvel movies uh but there are some uh i remember the trailer has a scene where um uh superman it's the scene from superman returns where he gets shot in the eye and the bullet bounces off of him uh but instead it uh he gets shot in the eye and he goes like ow that hurt
1: (laughs) which is a great joke it's a really good joke that is pretty funny honestly he's just like damn that sucked <laughs> it's like such a lame joke oh god <laughs> why did you Ow. do that
0: Ow, dang it carl fuck that sucks. <laughs> um so yeah these movies are very famously not very good or funny um Although superhero movie does contain Pamela Anderson and Leslie Nielsen. Uh So make Pamela Amala? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Miss Pamela Amala
0: <laughs> and Leslie Leslie Nelsie.
1: <laughs> Leslie Nesley?
0: Yeah. Um Carmen a Carmen. Uh Charlie Charlie. <laughs> Doctor,
1: Dr Dr uh, Foster. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Dr. Fokter. Uh, P.H. Sha- Shaquillo. Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal, O'Neal already. It's just yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, just,
1: just... <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> it's, just it's, just wow. <laughs> it's just Shaquille O'Neal. It's just Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. What great like character me. design, naming him something that rhymes. <laughs>
0: Great character design. I really for love. This I really love fictional character shack.
1: <laughs> I really love Shaquille O'Neal's character design. No, you know, it's like it's like naming like fictional characters like Clark Kent, like something with alliteration or like something that mm-hmm. rhymes. Um, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal is is no is no um, is no exception.
0: So i really thought that. Um... The people who acted in Scary Movie and Superhero Movie, you know, those kind of, like, the movie movies. Mm -hmm. I always figured that they, like, didn't have careers outside of being in these movies. Hmm. Like, they're just fucking nobodies. I always assumed that. Would you like to know who's in Scary Movie 4? In, like, the actual cast. Like, not just, like, weird celebrity cameos. Who? Uh, Anna Faris. Okay. Regina Hall uh bill pullman anthony anderson uh kevin hart michael madsen uh phil mcgraw leslie nielsen molly shannon and then all the weird celebrity cameos and superhero movie has drake bell uh also kevin hart (laughs) brett spiner jeffrey Tambor.
1: oh shit brett spiner's in it that's funny yeah like just like Hey, let's just get
0: like whoever we fucking can, I yeah, guess. Phil
1: Collins, you know Phil <laughs> uh, Collins. <laughs> you know, Phil Collins, the uh ch- like Chuck E. Cheese, like the the Keebler Elves, Cheese. like all oh, everyone. Just grab everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a really I have I haven't seen any of the movie movies in a very long time. I remember, um I think the last one I saw was uh I don't remember if it was them or if it was a knockoff of their work but it was uh the starving games
1: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah uh there was also
1: was... vampires suck i actually saw that one
0: yeah um i get the starving games and the hungover games mixed up in my head sometimes <laughs> that's funny. because because yeah there was a parody of the hangover and the <laughs> hunger games um the uh, the starving games the one i saw uh, at the end the avengers show up and they recruit katniss uh,
1: okay and
0: ha- hawkeye's like but i'm here and everyone's like yeah but we fucking hate you hawkeye get out of here you fucking loser wow and there's like no joke to it it's just it's just the avengers are here now and nick fury's there look it's, it's those ca- look uh the navi from avatar are there
1: <laughs> everyone hates uh, Clint. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm I'm gonna watch these movies later. I'm expecting a lot of like Britney Spears jokes. I'm expecting a lot of very topical, timely Britney Spears Pamela Anderson like Paris Hilton jokes. Yeah,
1: very um very well Like really topic
0: Yeah, like really topical, like, oh man, leave Britney alone <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Like oh man, fucking R. Kelly peed on that person. haha, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> got him (laughs) got him (laughs) snatch his wig they didn't say that back then (laughs) no god could you imagine i I I recently watched a, a video about the movie um uh the movie super fast which is uh a parody uh by these guys of uh the fast and the furious
1: hmm
0: um and they were talking about the budget of the movie uh and it it, there there's not like a single effect or stunt in it that looks real like in any way shape or form yeah the movie costs 20 million dollars to make
1: (laughs) isn't that just like the most disappointing shit you ever hear like this like terrible movie that nobody likes and adds like no cultural relevance or anything costs just like so much to make when that money could have been spent for like literally so many other things
0: and they were comparing it to, like, other action movies that cost, like, way less. Yeah. Like, uh, there was a movie that came out recently called Upgrade, which is, like, a sci-fi, like, action thriller. Um, it's, like, it, uh, people called it, like, the good Venom movie from last year. Because hmm. it's kind of, like, Venom in, in you know, in some senses. Uh, it costs, like, six million to make. Yikes. Um, Let's the movie see. Ex Machina, which is about, like, the android robot woman yeah uh, the one with the big old fucking
1: eyes or no that's that's uh, uh, alita battle angel never mind
0: yeah uh but that one costs 15 million and john wick the first john wick movie 20 million Hmm. it costs the same amount as super fast the fast and the furious parody
1: (laughs) not to uh (laughs) talk about theme parks on maine but are you familiar with did you ever go to universal what what theme parks have you been to
0: I've been to Universal, I've been to Disney World, um, I've been to Wild Adventures, I've I've been to Busch Gardens, like, once or twice, I think. Cool. I, don't, I think that's it.
1: Okay. Because, um, <clears throat> uh, there was a, there was a, do you remember Earthquake, or, like, the Disaster ride at um at universal where they like i remember they had
0: a they had a twister attraction that wasn't a ride but you walk in and you like you're in a creaky like kind of rickety hallway and you look out the window and the cow flies by. Yeah. And it, like, looks way faker than it does in the movie.
1: <laughs> the uh the Twister ride was kind of in that same vein because Universal Studios which was originally supposed to be, like, you know, a look into the movie-making process with, like, studios and, like, shit there mm-hmm. where they were actually making real movies as you are walking through. Um, hmm. Part of... A lot of things were actually animated, like, on-site at, um... Because Disney tried to do the same thing at MGM Studios. I think... I think. Do not quote me on this. Some stuff that we know of was animated in these studios in Orlando. Um, Atlantis being one of them. I think Emperor's New Groove was also animated at MGM Studios. But I'm not Ooh. entirely sure. I'll have to, like, check. But That's um, interesting. The earthquake, uh, ride at, um... Uh, Universal was loosely based on the, um, uh, there was, like, the movie Earthquake, right? Like, it was based on that movie. I think
0: so. There were a lot of, like, disaster movies from the 90s. There was probably one called Earthquake.
1: Yeah. But they, um, after a while, people, like, didn't really know about that movie as much as they used to, so they just kind of rebranded it as, like, a generic, like, disaster uh, special effects show. Um, And then it was eventually taken out. I wrote it, I went on the like disaster thing. It was Uh like pretty, pretty okay. Um, But it was replaced with like this terrible CGI like screen projecting simulator of like the Fast and the Furious movies. And apparently mm. it's, like, god-awful and nobody likes it. Like, the, the special effects and, like, because it's all on a screen. None of it's practical anymore. Like, it's all, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, like, look at this, like, fireball that we projected onto the screen and it's not actually in the room with you. Because, like, that's why people did that. That's why people, like, yeah. people wanted to see fire. So, like, apparently the, um, universal, like, Fast and the Furious ride is, like, utter, utter garbage and people, like, really, really hate it. So that's funny.
0: That's, that's really interesting. I remember, um, watching a defunct land episode about the, uh, the Tomb Raider ride.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's really interesting, too.
0: I don't remember what, what studio it was, but there was, like, yeah, they were making some theme park. Maybe it was Universal, but they, like, didn't have really good, like, uh, like, uh, IPs to base their rides off of. So instead of, like, you know.
1: I think the, uh, I think the Tomb Raider ride is at Alton Towers in England, it's where Alton Towers. It's a theme park in England.
0: Okay. It was built out of like an old um, castle.
1: Does that sound familiar?
0: Sort of. I don't think the um, I don't think
1: the Tomb Raider ride is in the U.S.
0: Huh. But either way, uh, they one of the rides that they were that they had based uh, like uh, they had based on a movie was Face Off. Yeah! Because, like, they they didn't have, like, any other... That was Alton cult.
1: Towers. Yeah, 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 that was Alton yeah, Towers. Yeah, they didn't have
0: any other movies or IPs to base their ride off of. So they were like, well, shit, I guess we'll go with Face Off. Which is like, yeah, it's an action movie. But only barely. Like, yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, like... There's nothing you could base a roller coaster off of it.
1: They also did something called Darren Brown's Ghost Train. Have you heard of Darren Brown? is like
0: that Isn't that the guy who does uh the who writes those uh fucking uh Da Vinci Code books?
1: No, that's Dan Brown. Darren Dan Brown, Brown okay. I believe is like the UK version of like Chris Angel.
0: Oh, uh, cool.
1: He's like a he's like a magician. Oh yeah, he
0: was name dropped in an episode of uh uh what's his face? Uh Sherlock.
1: Oh, really? That's funny.
0: Yeah, it it was when they had like a They had, like, a fan, they had, like, a short, or it was in the third episode, or the third season, where they were, like, trying to figure out, like, how Sherlock could have faked his death. Yeah. And, and one of the guys, like, explaining it, and, uh, I think Lestrade just says, Darren Brown. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like, it was, it was bullshit, and. Uh, didn't make sense, like, the Da Vinci Code or whatever?
1: (laughs) No, no, he's, like, an escape artist, I'm assuming. But- Yeah, I guess. It was, like, this awful VR attraction where you were supposed to be on this, like, train with a bunch of ghosts on it, and everybody was, like, really disappointed in it. (laughs) Alton Towers switched from trying to shoehorn in IPs to doing, like, more, um, uh, original theming, as far as I can tell. How long have we been recording for?
0: About an hour and a half, but I, I do have the other- the actual Blu-ray.
1: Oh yeah, you do have another Blu-ray. What is it? Dare I ask?
0: It's Avengers a Game.
1: Oh okay, yeah, that's like not worth it. talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, it is worth talking about because uh, I'm actually disappointed with this Blu-ray.
1: Really? What happened? Was it like broken? I'm disappointed with? It. It's not. It's not broken. It's not the
0: the the quality of the Blu-ray that I bought. It's the quality of the Blu-ray itself.
1: Interesting.
0: So obviously uh avengers endgame highest grossing movie of all time yada 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 um etc etc first uh openly gay character in the mcu cool cool, cool. wow um,
1: <laughs> so to, uh mind-blowing boundary
0: so there's there's two discs both of which are blu-ray um they had to put it on two discs because the actual movie is you know uh three hours in length
1: it's split up like those old VHS's of the Titanic? No,
0: no all of the all of the movie is on one disc. Oh, And okay. then all the bonus features are on the other disc. So I was thinking like, oh shit, we got like bonus feature city up in here. We got yeah. so many bonus features. I'm gonna go fucking crazy with all these like behind the scenes of how they made Thanos look like that. Or like how they like kept all the production secrets and whatever. Like because no one knew the plot of this movie like, until the movie came out.
1: Yeah, which is bad. Like,
0: it was so secret.
1: But, like, still, that's, that's like, how do you do that? Like, yeah. I
0: want to know, like, how do they do it? How they keep it so secretive and, like, secret. under wraps? Like, did they threaten Mark Ruffalo's family or whatever? Like, what happened there? I mean, and you, know you what? never
1: know. Excuse me. You, you know never what? know.
0: What? There's fucking nothing. There's nothing. You know what? <laughs> that's. You know what we got? The bonus features are... Um, when we cast Robert Downey Jr., it was a real treat because, you know, he was just off the back of, like, you know, he was the perfect person to play this character. And then it cuts to Robert Downey Jr. he's like, yeah, man, it changed my life, you know, really turned my life around. Everything is on the up, you know, from me. And it's just, like, you know, puff pieces about how great, you know, the casting of the Avengers movies were.
1: Cool, cool. Nothing, not even, like, like, bloopers? There wasn't even that?
0: Well, there's a blooper reel, but, like, it's also was, like, already posted online, so, like, who cares? Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you can find it why on YouTube, Whatever. It on the... Yeah, it's, like, also, it's two minutes long. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, You know, there there's, like, a couple of deleted scenes, but, like, not a whole lot because it's three hours long.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, so, like, they pretty much used everything that was, like, worthwhile. Like, I don't know, it was, like, it's a it's a great movie, obviously. Like, I loved it but like i don't know wanted more bonus features i want to know about the behind the scenes shenanigans on set i want to know about all the sick pranks that chris hemsworth played on on his cast members or whatever but that none of that's there it's all just like man working on the mcu for 10 years Sure was something.
1: <laughs> I had fun. I, the end.
0: I remember writing Iron Man 2 like it was just yesterday. Boy, howdy. I sure do like like working with that. There's like a nice little like uh, send up to Stan Lee on there, which is like, you know, that's nice. Yeah. I figured it's, it's they sweet. would do
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, it, it's a sweet little, little, little tribute to him. But like, there's something really like special, you know, it's just, you know. It's all just like, oh, isn't the MCU great? And it's like, okay, but, like, can we, like... Yeah, but I want to see funny
1: stuff. Like, I don't care about you guys.
0: I want to see, like, the making of. Like, I want to I guess they couldn't do a making of because, like, it was so secretive that they couldn't, you know, keep, like, a lot of the -the behind-the-scenes footage, I guess. Maybe? I don't know. I guess that's why, because I can't understand why else, you know, they wouldn't have like behind the scenes footage of like i don't know getting chris hemsworth in that fat beer gut or whatever yeah or they i think they did do that but like it wasn't as interesting as i thought it was gonna be
1: <laughs> that sucks that they had like all of this space like an entire fucking disc and there was like nothing they on it <laughs> a
0: blu-ray disc what yeah like it's an entire blu-ray disc put shit on it and it's just not as interesting as i was thinking it was gonna be that um, sucks yeah, uh, th- that's disappointing. I feel it's poor form. Re- the, every every fucking DC fanboy's like, oh, they need to release the Snyder cut of Justice League. How about release the the cut of uh Avengers Endgame Blu-ray where they have like all the bonus features and like better bonus features.
1: <laughs> Give me more bloopers, damn it!
0: <laughs> Give me more like I want to see. I deserve. I want to see tidbits. I want to see, in real time, an animator working on making- on putting, like, uh, Thanos' crow's feet
1: <laughs> Yeah, I want to see the person that made his chin look like that.
0: I want to see the person who put all the pores and wrinkles in his cheeks.
1: Ew. <laughs> Face
0: cheeks, not ass cheeks. Worry not.
1: I need to see his ass cheeks.
0: <laughs> I, w- I need to see- look. I'm actually a little bit surprised that they- didn't have like like they didn't add into the blooper reel like ant man shrinking down and trying to go into uh his butt or whatever (laughs) i'm actually surprised they didn't do that you know how they like make bloopers like intentionally sometimes for those blooper reels like they'll they'll make one hap actually happen like on purpose just for the bloopers
1: yeah uh the incredibles actually had like separately animated bloopers that were very funny some of them yeah, were like half, Oh, all the. Some of them were like half animated too. Like Violet's hair was like fucked up. It was really funny.
0: Oh yeah, and there there's some like a uh, behind the scenes. Uh, there there's some like the Toy Story two and uh, a Bug's Life or whatever. Or Monsters, Inc., where the end credits show all the bloopers, and it's just the characters, like, falling over or whatever. Yeah. They're very funny. The line.
1: So, do you remember yeah. the, uh, the Lion King bloopers, where it was just, like, the voice actors fucking oh, yeah. up, but they animated, like, to it? It was really funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love James Earl Jones trying to muster up He's, like, warming up, up and roar. he's just going,
1: like, he's just, like <laughs> he's just
0: going, <sighs> <sighs> Roar! Yeah. <laughs> that's all i can do right now <laughs> this is yeah. so goddamn funny
1: <laughs>
0: also uh this might be cut out but earlier we were talking about the grok uh and like her how she sighs yeah Spooky. uh so yeah i was talking to my friends about chowder uh yesterday uh and we were talking about uh like our chowder sonas, mm-hmm. I think we I mentioned this to you.
1: Yes, I was Spatzel. Uh, we decided that I was Spatzel.
0: Oh yeah, you were Spatzel. Uh, we were. We also were looking up pictures of chowder characters, and one of them I had forgotten about, but it awoke in like a bit of a primal like ugh in me. Uh, this fucking guy.
1: Oh yeah, I am not familiar with his character at all, so I don't have so that visceral he... reaction.
0: So he's uh, the Cina mini monster, and his whole thing was that, like, uh, you get trapped in his house, and you have to, like, uh, play a, uh, like, you have to beat him in a game of, like, uh, checkers or whatever to, like, leave. But if you try to leave without playing the checkers, he just screams. Like, he just goes,
1: Aah! Oh, you know what? I think I did see that episode. That's, like, one of the only Chowder episodes that I've seen.
0: Yeah, but he just communicated with size. Like, he would just go, like, <sighs> it was like kind of off putting. That's
1: how I feel. <laughs> I, I also, also just off putting with size. You just you just ask him like, hey, can we
0: leave? And he just goes
1: oh <sighs> It's really upsetting. That's me whenever Tyler's like playing video games and not paying attention to me. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: I think I've seen you do that to Tyler.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm the worst.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Tyler's also the worst, so it's a match made in heaven, ultimately. Tyler is also the worst. (laughs) You're both the worst, but in in honestly the same ways.
1: (laughs) We bring out the worst in each other.
0: God, there's so many times where, like, you go, like, Hey, pay attention to me. And like an hour later, Tat was being like, Babe, hey, pay attention to me." Like you're, you just trade places. You two, you're both verses, but only with that.
1: <laughs> it changes. It shifts.
0: That's so fucking funny.
1: I'm almost done. So, uh, we're still recording. Might as well talk about this. But um, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about my tiki room redesigns. Oh yeah. So um. My, I'm finally in, like, a computer animation class for the first time since I've, like, started college, and I'm really excited about it. I've been learning how to use, like, Toon Boom and shit like that. Um, I think I'm Yeah, like, you
0: just learned what cartoons were.
1: Yeah, I just learned. Um, I was wondering this whole time. Um, but I like it a lot. I think I'm, like, pretty good at it, honestly. Um, I'm having a really good time. But one of our projects later on in my class is um, basically, like, a, a lip sync it's a lip sync project so you can like make animate like mouth movements and make sure it syncs with like audio correctly and all that so um i'm <laughs> so another like theme park thing i've the a, a tiki room at walt disney world is my favorite attraction like ever if i went to disney world and that was the only thing that i did i'd be okay with it Um, and I've really liked the characters, and I always thought that they had, like, a very fun, like, energy, and they were, like, really silly and, like, stupid. Um, because they, like, rag on each other for, like, a good part of the show, um, and I always thought that that was very funny. But for my lip-sync, uh, project, I'm going to do, I, so I redesigned the characters, so they're, like, bipedal, and they look almost like, they would not be out of place in maybe, like, the Three Caballeros or something like that. They're, like, you know... Disney duck-style, mm-hmm. bipedal, humanoid animals, like, characters. Mm-hmm. And I really love these redesigns, and I think they're, like, really cool, and I, I've enjoyed working on them, but I'm going to animate them, like... Not the actual theme song, because it's, like, three minutes long, and I don't want to animate that much, but there's a scene... So the, the, the four birds, for some reason, they're all parrots. They're all, like, tropical birds, but they're named after... Or they're they're all like from different places. Like there's Fritz from Germany. There's um, Michael from Ireland. He's got an Irish accent. Uh, Pierre Mm -hmm. is from France, and Jose is from Mexico. And their plumage is based off of like the colors of the flags of those countries. So I thought that Mm -hmm. was very cute. Um, I don't know why there's a German parrot, uh, but he is voiced by Thurl Ravenscroft, who was Tony the Tiger and the singer from Mm -hmm. um, The Grinch. So he was You're always my mean, favorite character. Well. I thought his voice was just, like, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been redesigning them, and I'm going to have them. There's one part in the, the, like, theme song where they're just being dicks to each other. Like, Michael is like, I sing so beautiful. I should sing solo. And um, <laughs> uh, Jose responds with, See, sí, solo, we cannot hear you. Um, <laughs> and Pierre goes, My voice may not be so marvelous, but my profile is out of this world. Because he's like, I'm pretty. I don't need to be talented, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess. And Fritz is like, jawohl, but the trouble is it's not far enough out of this world. Oh, he, like, yeah, It's so funny, right? Like, damn. your face is, like, exactly how I felt the first time I, like, watched the show. I was like, oh, damn, get him, Fritz. Get his yeah, ass. Yeah, not
0: pretty enough, asshole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I think it's, like, he needs to go far away. Like, he needs to- Oh. Move. That's even funnier.
0: That is good. I like that. So
1: they're just, like, really silly, like, shitty birds that, like, make fun of each other. And I think they're, like, absolutely hilarious. And I've been wanting to, like- adapt them to something for a really long time so i'm doing this project to kind of like scratch that itch and get it out of my system but they're Mm -hmm. very fun i've really enjoyed redesigning them and i've had to do like a decent amount of research so it's been real cool they're on my instagram i need to put more of them on my instagram i'm glad you think that that bit (laughs) is funny
0: yeah it's really cute (laughs) You do accents pretty good.
1: I used to do a lot of accents growing up, because I wanted to be a voice actor, like, legitimately for a really long time. And Mm. then I was like, ew, no, that's cringy and bad. And then Rob Paulson entered my brain and was like, hey, you're gonna be okay. Like, opportunity is luck meets preparedness, or whatever. Oh, no, luck is opportunity meets preparedness. That's, like, his, Mm -hmm. that's, like, something that he says a lot, but... That's good to know. It's good to know that I'm still like good at doing that. i I, I avoid doing accents a lot of the time because I think it's embarrassing and or can possibly be racist, so I don't I don't try anymore. <laughs> I don't really yeah. With I that. mean, like
0: accents of other white groups, yeah, is like, yeah,,
1: fun. I'm not gonna try to, you know, be Jose from the Tiki room. Also, Disney really did just have two like Hispanic parrot characters named Jose yeah Uh, jose carioca and jose from the tiki room they're different colors but still
0: it's not great yeah like wow y'all really have only one fucking uh name hispanic name
1: yeah yeah do you remember uh in our 3d modeling class where our teacher was like yeah the name jose is racist and i was like oh okay he was like you know hispanic so i wasn't gonna argue with him but looking back, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they literally just name any, like, Hispanic character like Jose. Wow. <laughs> they just, like, aren't that creative, huh?
0: Yeah. Um, so I've also been working on a little, uh, side project myself. Cool. Um, that we can talk about, uh, in the closing of this episode. Yeah. Um, so I, um, uh, I'm doing a class on communication research, and I think this might be, uh, my research project for the class, uh, is I'm looking at uh, diversity in superhero movies. Ooh,
1: okay. That's interesting.
0: Um, uh, spoilers, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's
1: not excellent. The,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm, I've looked at uh, DC and Marvel movies and also uh, original superhero movies and superhero movies based on uh, existing comics that aren't uh, that. That aren't DC or Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and... There's not a whole lot yeah. uh, of diversity, especially, like, uh, 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 especially of, like, uh, characters who have, like, top billing or any sort of, like, high billing.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely um, not. They, like, never do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Of the 31 DC movies, uh, 10 of them have, like, a, uh, a person of color uh, in the, uh, top billing. Of, like, the top, like, five billing. That sucks. Um, of all the Marvel movies, 45 of 64, uh, have that. And of, uh, original, uh, comedies, uh, or, like, lighthearted, uh, like, non, uh, whatever, non-DC or Marvel, uh, superhero movies that are, like, more lighthearted and fun, uh, thirteen of the thirty two and of the more dramatic pieces seventeen of thirty
1: two hmm uh that sucks
0: yeah and uh as far as LGbt characters are concerned uh literally literally no dc movie has like an out queer character mm-hmm. in any of their movies except for maybe maybe birds of prey will have like a queer character in it but we don't know for sure yet. I hope
1: so. I mean like Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um and four Marvel movies have queer characters in them.
1: Which ones?
0: But uh there's uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead.
1: Oh, right, right, right.
0: Uh the grieving man from uh, Avengers uh Endgame. Wow,
1: yeah really groundbreaking there's uh
0: there is zach who is a uh uh a very minor role in spider-man far from home he's a trans man
1: oh uh, i remember that
0: he has one line wow but it's it's something at least uh and then there's valkyrie uh in thor love and thunder will be looking for her uh queen
1: yes that's good
0: yeah um, and apparently there's going to be a, uh, an LGBT character in, uh, The Eternals, but we don't have any confirmation on who that is yet, so. Um, and literally the only, uh, l- like, light-hearted, uh, superhero movie that isn't based on DC or Marvel that has, like, uh, an LGBT character Is it in Scott it Pilgrim?
1: Is... No.
0: No, I, d- I didn't count it that as a superhero movie. Uh, it's, uh- Uh, the Yellow Ranger from the Power Rangers movie from 2017. Oh,
1: that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Good for them. She's,
0: like, uh, yeah, she comes out as a lesbian, uh, in the, in the movie. Neat. Which is neat. Um, and also, unfortunately, I had to count, uh, the Horde from, uh, uh, Split and Glass as, uh, a LGBT character because one of their personalities is, like, a woman or whatever. Oh. Which makes them queer. TM. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: are queer.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Um, I love superhero movies, but damn. Yeah, damn. The, the, shit gotta, the shit gotta get worked on.
1: Yeah. I mean, be the change you want to see in the world, you know? I'm sure, like... For sure. Better days are I also, coming.
0: I also did learn about some superhero movies that I totally didn't know existed, including Orgasmo. Uh, okay. Which is a superhero comedy uh, from uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of uh, South Park. Uh, which is eh. <laughs> not surprising in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, and the funniest one of all, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> which is a concert movie from uh, 1978 starring uh, Kiss. Um, and <coughs> This is the funniest thing I ever heard in the world. Uh, Kiss apparently, the members of Kiss uh, fire anyone who uh, like mention the that movie in their presence. <gasps>
1: That's so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if <it laughs> yeah. Um, for years after its airing, no one who worked for the group was permitted to mention the film in their presence. <laughs> The members of KISS d- themselves despise the film for making them appear buffoonish.
1: <laughs> buffoonish. Yeah. No buffoonery uh, allowed.
0: <laughs> yeah, not not allowed in the slightest. Uh, <laughs> it sure is something. I, I just really thought that was really funny. Um, Apparently it, it shares similar plot points with Scooby-Doo and KISS rock and roll mystery.
1: That's honestly like exactly the first thing that I thought about. I thought that you were talking about that movie, to be honest.
0: Yeah, or, or the time that Kiss showed up in Fairly Odd Parents and they turned out to be, like, uh, eternal gods or whatever. That's good. Alright, uh, you wanna wrap this up?
1: Yeah, <coughs> yeah.
0: We've been fucking around for, like, a half hour, so. Yes,
1: so, <coughs> thank you all for joining us on our journey through the, um, production history of Mr. Cusco and his wild ride. Um.
0: <laughs> God, could you imagine if that was the name of the movie? <laughs> it's
1: just Mr. Mr. Toad's Kuzco's Wild it's just Ride. It's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but, like, with Cusco and Pacha.
0: <laughs> oh, I was thinking, like, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cusco has a rough day of it, the movie.
0: <laughs> Mr. Cusco can moo, can you? <laughs>
1: Click-clack-moo, Kuzco's that type. (laughs) Alright. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (sighs) I'm yawning and stretching.
1: I'm waiting on you. This is your episode. You you dial it out. (laughs) I have to close it out. Yeah, you gotta close it out.
0: Alright, fine. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed uh, that episode of Best Boys Deep Dive... Uh, feel free to subscribe and listen to our other episodes, uh, we have other things in the work. I really wanna do, uh, I think the next episode is going to be an episode on Veggie Tales, which is what was originally slated for this episode.
1: Yeah, we have production history lore as well, cause we're like, yeah. I don't feel like it, let's talk about Kuzco, I watched this documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens our lore isn't nearly Um, as interesting it's either like i downloaded the file wrong jesse deleted the file we decided not to talk about something like our production history lore is very like not as interesting
0: (laughs) yeah i i really want to make some like fake lore for this series
1: (laughs) Yeah, just like come up with conspiracies about our own content
0: i would i would love to make like oh yeah the elves broke into my house again and stole like uh and stole my Your file, external hard drive, so we we can't have that episode anymore
1: <laughs> or like michael eisner himself came came to my my office and told me that we had to scrap our our episode talking <laughs> about mr kuzco's wild ride
0: yeah exactly mr
1: mr <laughs> eisner himself
0: <laughs> yeah he stepped down from his bojack horseman uh <laughs> cloud and came down to say hey
1: uh, you gotta stop. shelf this project, Leo. I can't have you I can't have you meddling in powers you can't understand. Your
0: podcast is this close to getting scrapped.
1: <laughs> your podcast is this close. That's so funny. Michael Eisner's gonna personally cancel our podcast.
0: <laughs> We're gonna get cancelled by Michael Eisner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cancel culture isn't real unless Michael Eisner comes to your house and destroys your laptop so you can't make any more podcast episodes.
0: Fog, that's so funny so okay
1: where can we find us where are you on the internet
0: everywhere and nowhere i'm at uh grinch underscore fat uh on instagram and twitter
1: i'm on instagram and twitter at uh Gouacheboy, g-o-u-a-c-h-e dot on instagram underscore on twitter and, uh, my Instagram, mm-hmm. my art Instagram is at G G period B-O-Y-D-L-E-S. So check out some of the stuff I'm doing. I've been animating more. I do, I post like test animations and shit on my Instagram, um, along with like concept art and character design for like some other stuff that I'm working on. Go check out my Tiki Room Birds that I've redesigned, hmm. I'm going to post, like, a full They're colored... very
0: good. They're very fun little boys. Yeah,
1: I really enjoy drawing them. I think they're just, like, very cool, and I think I did a pretty good job on them. I finished coloring my official artwork for them while we were recording this, so I'll, I'll be posting that after we, um, after we stop recording. But, yeah, check awesome. out my stuff and Jesse's stuff, and we will see you next time.
0: We'll see you then. Uh, and also we'll have an episode of Best Voice Proper at some point. Don't know when, because I swallowed the last episode file, yeah. so.
1: And uh, we're both just busy with school and, like, being adults, and I got a new job, so we're both dealing with that. Mm-hmm. But we're in, we're, we have some stuff in the can. We've got some stuff, like, coming down the pipe, yeah. so stay tuned, subscribe, and you, follow us. Do you th-
0: have Prince Albert in a can? I don't. Wait.
1: Oh. I was gonna do a bit, but I need to let him out. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Alright, see
0: you next time. Your bit. <laughs> you sure did, you fucking animal.
1: A Prince Albert is like the dick piercing, right?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I think it is. Well, time to kill Audition with my bare hands.
0: <laughs> yeah.